Welcome back to the Live Loud Life Podcast. My name is Dr. Antonio, your host of the Live Loud Life Podcast. Uh, I, If this is your first time here, welcome. My wife and I own Live Loud Chiropractic and Coaching here in Lafayette, Colorado. No one knows where Lafayette, Colorado, unless you're in Colorado. It's a small little town outside of Boulder. But we got the foothills. We got the mountains in the background. We love, uh, we love adventure. We love seeking adventure. We love going on adventure. We love helping you guys find the adventurous life that you were made for and helping you along the way if you feel like you're not there. If you need a little guidance, direction, a little help with uh, any sort of aches and pains or coaching, we hope that we can help you. And we hope that this podcast is a resource of information that can help you. Now, it's kind of gone through some transitions over the last year. I started this podcast um, with a different direction initially during the pandemic. After all that, my wife and I went through a rebranding where we actually combined the two different chiropractic practices that we had um, to live loud for this new direction and message, which is much more in sync with what we do. We have a new office, we have a new space, we have three kids, it's super busy and we love it. And with that, and I'm not saying this uh, as a cliche, but the number one question that at least I get asked from our patients and our clients is, what are the main pieces of equipment that I use to stay healthy, to stay fit, and to stay strong with this kind of busy life and still wanting to be able to go out and do adventures outside, right? Like this is Colorado, this is summertime. And you know, I love going to the gym that we go to occasionally and I apologize uh, for that, but I'd much rather do something quick and and, and, and easy and, and, and effective so that I can spend more time outside. And a lot of my workouts too, I love working out outdoors. Um, you can't see it right now, but I got a little nice patio in my office on the outside with some grass and concrete where I could be, or I take my kettlebells to a park. And that's what I enjoy doing in the summertime. Um, and you know, to each their own, it's just for now, this is what I like doing to be able to spend a little bit more time elsewhere. While I love going to the class and I love going to the community, um, just the, just that the time commitment of an hour for me right now is not where it's at. And for a lot of people, that's not where you at, which is great. So my top four pieces of equipment that I recommend most people find or get to some capacity because most of them are relatively cheap, relatively easy, and they don't take a lot of space too. And you can use them really effectively to get a lot of great results. Sometimes it needs. Sometimes you might need a little bit of help from coaching or a personal training standpoint, which you know is a little bit more of an investment, but it's still really good so that you can understand basics, fundamentals, so on and so forth. Now, for those of you who know me, you can probably guess what number one is. Let me give you a second. If you guess kettlebells, you're correct. Kettlebells, that's my jam. I love it. I love it. They're great. They're great. Um, I have barbells at home, uh, but to be honest, again, with the busyness, um, it takes a little bit more to warm up with barbells. Now, don't get me wrong. We're, when we're talking about specific goals, the barbell might be the choice. Because again, you can't get everything that you can get from a kettlebell that you can, can have a barbell. And barbells are super nice because of the incremental loads that you can add. You can add up to five pounds, right? If I'm doing, if I have, uh, if I'm doing deadlifts and I'm getting super close to one rep max, and I can't. I can't add that much more weight. I can add two and a half pound plates on the side and they even make smaller ones depending. So it's really effective for adding these micro loads to be able to allow you to get stronger. Whereas a kettlebell, most of those jumps are, uh, they usually in four kilogram jumps. 
So that's a big load. If I'm if I'm wanting to go to the next kettlebell for pressing, nine pounds is a huge jump, especially if my let's just say as an example, if you're trying to jump from a uh, from a 12 kilogram to a 16 kilogram, nine that four crown that four kilo jump is 30 percent jump. That's huge. Whereas just that two and a half pounds on each side, five five pounds in total might only be like a five like a you know, maybe a 5% jump or even less. So we're not saying that when I'm, when I'm saying this, I'm not saying any one is better than the other. We're just talking about now, if you're a parent, if you're, if your lifestyle, depending on what it is, the kettlebell is my choice of jam. And now what's so great about it is you can do a ton of stuff with just one weight. And you, and, 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 and the question is, well, what weight should I start with? Depending on your fitness level and your skill level with how long you've been lifting, for females, usually usually something from like 12 kilo, 16, and 20 is a good starting point for, for most males, 16, 20, and 24. If you don't have a lot of lifting experience, I would just go down a step for those. But at a certain point, if you're, if you're too late, it's kind of hard doing some of those main movements. So those are usually pretty good starting points, um, uh, again, depending on what your skill level um, and your experience is, so on and so forth. But so what you can do, right, let's just say I have one kettlebell. What, that's what I started with. I started with a 20 kilo kettlebell. And what's crazy to think about too is just, it's really cool to see the fitness industry and everyone making different things and just how uh, accessible equipment really is. And back when I got, when I first started getting into kettlebells, this was 2012, probably like 2012-ish. I was in chiropractic school. My buddy Ajay was, uh, he was, he knew kettlebells. He had kind of taught me the ropes of swing, so on and so forth. Shout out to you, Ajay. Hope you guys are doing well. He's got a baby coming. Congrats, dude. And uh, there was, luckily we were in the Bay Area, which is kind of nice because it's a big, it's a, it's a very resourceful area for a lot of different things. There was one place that, that was selling kettlebells. Cause back then if you got something from somewhere else and you had to ship it, shipping was crazy. And there was one place nearby that was making kettlebells. And so I was able to grab a 20 kilo. I, I, I don't even know what the price cost. I know it was under, Oh, I know it was well over a hundred dollars. It was like 120 or something. And, um, I was able to start, start with that. And I did everything with the 20 for the longest period of time. I started off with the basics of deadlifts, progressed to kettlebell swings. Um, then I went to single arm, you know, start, then got into Turkish get-ups, um, kettlebell cleans, kettlebell press, kettlebell snatches. And, you know, there's, there's so many different movements that you can do with it. And what's nice is you can take one bell and you can cycle through and kind of make this circuit with just those movements in a complex. You can get fantastic workout. It helps burn fat, keeps you strong, keeps you lean, um, and you can get strong with it depending on what you're doing with it, right? So, for instance, it's, and oftentimes someone's like, well, how do you get your legs stronger? Well, you know, technically if you're doing uh, a certain weight and it's too light for you for doing like a bilateral squat, you can go to a single leg squat. You can do a split stance, like a Bulgarian split stance squat, where you can actually load a single leg stance and get stronger in that position. So something to think about, right, is it just takes a little bit of creativity, but you only have to buy one thing. And it's a small, it's a little cannonball with the handle. You throw it in the corner, you don't even see it. And then you take it out when you need, you need to go for a ride with it, right? So that is by far my number one piece of equipment that I suggest people who want to have a little bit of equipment at home 
that you get. Um, tons of great resources out there from Rogue to Rep Fitness. Um, I just came across this other one, which I want to give. Uh, to be honest, I haven't bought any kettlebells from them. Uh, Jim Reapers, Jim, J-Y-M Reapers. Uh, I just saw them uh, on an ad. They had some kettlebells. Uh, Kettlebell Kings down in Texas. Uh, there's a number of places now that are making uh, great uh, – I apologize, the other one. Um, I think it's – I'm pulling up my phone here. Uh, these guys sell some heavy, heavy-duty ones um, up in – I want to say it's uh, – where is it? Great Lakes. I thought it was Great Lakes, but I could be completely wrong. Oh yeah, Great Lakes Strength. Uh, these guys sell some some of the big ones. If you want to get into some heavy ones, they sell some smaller ones as well. Um, but Great Lakes kettlebells, uh, Great Lakes Strength Manufacturing. Um, so. I mean, again, there's tons. You just Google kettlebells, and the majority of them are going to be well made. The majority of them are going to be well made. Some are obviously better, uh, having different powder coatings, so on and so forth. I suggest going. Don't get any rubber on them. Uh, some some will argue rubber, so then it doesn't hurt floors, things like that. You can buy rubber mats, like we see in the background here, um, for a lot cheaper. Having just the actual kettlebell though makes it a little smoother, a little bit easier to maintain, to handle, so on and so forth. So, number one piece of equipment is the kettlebell. Number two, number two, some sort of a suspension trainer, gymnastic rings, a TRX. Um, uh, the, you know, there's, again, the market is saturated with these things, but those two are probably um, the main two. Um, TRX, while we love them and they've done a great job, the name brand um, is a little bit more pricey. So you can just look up suspension trainers on eBay, Amazon, so on and so forth. Now, I will argue that TRX, the name brand, probably makes the best out of them. Just the, the strength level, the the stitching so on and so forth not that the other ones are going to fall apart on you i do not know i can't not say that definitively but trx's are really well made but if you want to go just cheap and dirty get some gymnastic rings which you can get for 15 to 20 bucks online you can get some cam straps from your local hardware store most of the time the gymnastics rings will come you need a pull-up bar or something to hang it up over you could get creative and just get some extra rope and tie a knot and make that as a door jam throw it over trees so on and so forth but be having something that you can hang off of whether that would be doing vertical pulls like a pull-up or doing a horizontal roll like a just trx or just a standard row that is fantastic for the upper body in the back the way that we are built is our as our shoulders especially love traction. So you know while we're not monkeys anymore, we're not being able to brachiate through through uh, through trees. Being able to have that traction and pull on your shoulders is actually really beneficial for continuous continuously strengthen, strengthening them, but also working through range of motion, mobility, so on and so forth. And it's simple. It's piece. It's it's two. It's it's one one or two straps with some handles. And you can even get even more simplistic if you just want to go buy the straps and get a PVC pipe handle and cut it and make a handle and rope it through. Boom. That's how my first one was. But again, the straps are nice because you can slide and adjust uh, the length uh, on a dime and make that super simple, right? So the the TRX or suspension trainer rings, number two. Number three, their assistance band. So most of you have probably done some sort of physical therapy in the past where you get bands. Some of them are tubing, some of them are flat, but they're, they're, they're thinner bands. What we're talking about are these thicker assistance bands. And most people use them for when we call assistance bands is you loop them over pull-up bar because they are strong and thick. They help you with doing pull-ups, right? 
But what's great is you can, because they are thicker, you can anchor these, uh, you kind of loop them around and pull it through. You can anchor these to certain things for different pulling positions. You can use them for mobilizing. You can put them around a joint, a shoulder, a hip, or an ankle to help create some distraction into the joints to help mobilize your joints. You can use them for stretching assistance. So they're super versatile and handy, and you can get kind of a, a pack from light to heavy for anywhere I think like between like $40 on Amazon or just Googling other places. Um, those are super, super handy. Um, they're great for also kind of like warm up or activation. So you can take like a band and just do band pull aparts or something that allows you to kind of prime your system um, at before you work out. Now what's also great about bands is that resistance increases as that tension increases, right? Most time the weight stays the same no matter where we are just because gravity is always pulling you down in one position. But the bands allow you to create different vector angles based on where it's anchored and where you're pulling, which is a little bit different and super beneficial. And as that tension again grows, the load actually grows. So it's a little bit of a different response and stimulus than what the other two are going to offer you. Now, we got three, super basic, super easy, super small, super compact. So if you don't need a lot of space, this is great, but super effective. Like a lot of this just comes down to being able to be consistent, do a lot of the things that you know works well, and just challenging yourself in different ways, right? Last but not least, the fourth, the final, some might argue the best depending on what uh, area you come from is your own body. We forget how simple calisthenics or body weight exercises are. Now, sometimes we would argue that the calisthenics with the TRX or the rings, that's still calisthenics and body weight type of training, right? But just being able to do your body weight, doing lunges, doing squats, running, right? Doing single leg squats, doing push-ups, doing crawling, do, just moving your body in different ways, right? Most of us, when we're asking these questions about fitness routine or exercise or working out, we might not be at the weight that we want to be at, which means you have more resistance than you necessarily want, and you can use that to your advantage. Technically, as you start to get fitter, you're actually going to become a little leaner, which means you're going to have to then increase the stimulus to keep yourself going. That's where external weights and things happen. But what a motivation to get thinner by trying to move your body weight that may or may not be slightly heavier than you currently want right now. So the body weight exercises are fantastic. We forget how easy and effective they are because we always assume that we need to do more and more and more. And sometimes it's just taking what you have already and applying it to different and applying it in different ways to create stimulus for fat loss, for strength, endurance, aerobic capacity, so on and so forth. So again, don't make it too complex. More, more times than not, we overthink it. We overthink it. Now, there is there is benefit in the progression of getting more weights or doing different things. We know that this is this makes it a little bit more narrow. There is benefit to there are benefit times for machines, so on and so forth, um, for certain populations. Uh, again, depending on goals, usually more. Some would argue. <laughs> 
Some would argue maybe elderly population. I don't think that is the case. Um, that's, I mean, more so what's being marketed in advertising. It's safe, you know, so on and so forth. Don't use free weights, which I, I think is a load of uh, a load of crap. And I think you should be using um, free weights, especially as you age. Bodybuilders tend to be using free weights just because you can you can load specific areas and target specific muscles in very specific vectors and angles. So that's a benefit to them. But again, we're not. That's not what we're talking about right now. Right now in this busy lifestyle and season for us. I do kettlebells. I do suspension trainer ring rows, right? I do body weight calisthenics and I use the bands from time to time more right now, me more so from a mobilization and, and activation standpoint, but usually I'm just using the kettlebells and I'm building up. I start lighter and I get heavier and I get heavier to a working weight and I'm doing the basics because right now with the things that we have going on and I'm not saying I'm just busier than everybody else. When I say that it's not the case because there are, I mean, I am just amazed by some people high function individuals who have a family who have multiple businesses one of my patients uh you know has two kids has three businesses and i'm just like dude you are you are blowing my mind right now with how busy you are and he's asking for these resources and this is what stimulated this conversation i just wanted to be able to provide him hey let's go through some basic kettlebell things because you need bang for your buck stuff and this is going to be super effective for you and i want to be able to help that and i hope that that conversation that we had is also going to be super beneficial for you in the long run and what you can do for your health and fitness so that you can continue to live loud. Thanks for tuning in, guys. I hope that you enjoyed this. If you are if you know someone who's kind of struggling with uh, what equipment to get or kind of those movements, share this with them. I think that'd be super helpful for them. Uh, leave us a comment, leave us a review, share it, and uh, we'll see you next time. Live loud.